2: cue the music nah screw that we're just gonna go in F it we'll do it live (laughs) what's up everybody welcome to corner to corner C2C wrestling
0: radio we're live
2: pal I'm Stan Grubb my co-host my tag team partner Brian Taylor is with me this evening
0: I'm not even gonna tell him hi
2: not even gonna say hi
0: they don't, don't have enough time. Them,
2: huh? <laughs> <laughs> My apologies for starting late this evening. Had a couple things. I had to take out the dog. I had to pick up poop. It's never fun. But oh well. We're here. We're live. It's C2CRadioShow.com. And all of your favorite podcast providers, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, you name it, it's there. Brian Backlash is done. We're on the first Raw of the post-draft era. AEW is making... Huge history. I mean, we got a lot to talk about this week, buddy.
0: Yeah. So what you want, what you want to talk about? <sighs> let's, let's talk about tournaments for a second. Let's, let's talk about the
2: World Heavyweight title, the Raw World title. <sighs> make it make sense, Brian. Make it make sense. Help me. Triple H says in the post in the pre-show press conference for Backlash, WWE is making history with the Raw World Heavyweight Championship tournament to begin on Raw after Backlash. There's going to be 12 competitors, six from Raw, six from SmackDown, to decide the new Raw World Champion at Night of Champions in Jeddah. Make it make sense for me, Brian? What? Why? Why do we do the draft? What was the purpose of the draft?
0: Uh, to get Cody away from SmackDown or Roman Reigns, anyway. I mean, that, that right. was right. Right, right. The consolation
2: prize. prize for you can't beat yeah. Roman, so here's your belt.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, first of all, you're not making history, right? Raw at one time had a title.
2: Yeah, it was handed to Triple H, remember?
0: Yeah, now Roman's got it. So Roman still has the Raw title. Yep. I don't yep. care what you call it. You can call it the Universal title. You can call it the World Heavyweight title. You can call it WWE title. I don't care. It's still the World Championship that we're all supposed to have. That's not history. Like, there's no history. The history is you have a new belt design. whoop de doo
2: And to my are... understanding, the Raw World title, as far as, like, lineage or heritage, it's going to pull mm. from the World title, basically. The WCW World title.
0: Well, then you have history. Does that make sense? Nope, not at all. Not even a little bit. Like, if if the belt is going to make history, there should be no history attached to it. Correct. New design.
2: (laughs) And I like the design.
0: We kind (laughs) of joked about it, but the more I look at it, I'm like, no, I kind of like that. I'm all
2: right. It's cool. Hell, I've even gotten people that message me, hey, brother, you want to buy a belt? Granted, this is from Pakistan. Much love to our audience in Pakistan, but... You know, middle of the night. Hey, you wanna buy a belt? Dude, I don't know you. <laughs> Who are you? Why are you messaging me? <laughs> so we're gonna do this tournament. It's gonna be two triple threat matches on Raw. Two triple threat matches on SmackDown. The winners advance and take on one another at Night of Champions.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's two on it's two on Raw. It's it, it, What would you say? Two triple threats. Those two winners meet in the main event for Raw, Raw right? that's right. Yep. Yeah. And, then and then Friday. Then the other two are SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm, so, I'm going to lay money. Okay. Then on Raw, it'll be Cody Rhodes. And I'm going to lay money then on SmackDown, it's going to be Austin Theory.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh. So you think Austin Theory and, and I'm sorry, who is who is the Raw side? Say that again.
0: Oh, Cody. I mean Cody.
2: Cody and Austin Theory. First off, I think that match could be good. Not an Austin Theory guy, but I think that could be a good match.
0: I don't think it'll be good. I mean, Cody can make it good. I don't think Austin can. Um, and like we're we're pretty sure on the outcome, right? I, I mean, again, are we going to AEW this this tournament where Surprise! You know,
2: what, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cody loses again. Can't oh, yeah. win the big one, Cody. That's what they should call him. Can't win the big one, Cody. <sighs> By God.
0: Oh, the Elite's coming out to fight for the Trios title. Oh, they're guaranteed to win. Surprise! Right, right. <laughs> we lied. We fooled you. he
2: <laughs> And I mean, hey, the best of seven series, let's be honest. That wasn't a bad series. It was actually good. It was a decent <laughs> matches, But... <clears throat> uh, we don't need to do that. <laughs> we could have still did the best of seven and had the you know, death triangle win it then. But no, no, no. Let's, let's, let's confuse people. That's a good idea. Good job, TK.
0: Wait, why, why didn't you get the best of seven? I mean, that's fairly easy. You just stretch out a feud for seven matches and then...
2: Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be called that either. But okay, sure.
0: Why not? Let's, yeah, but... let's just do it. But without a best-of-seven title to it, it's just seven straight matches. Yes. And people are not going to be invested in it by the time number seven rolls around.
2: For for the record, by the way, one of the things that uh, AEW did really well for a long, long time with, we're not just going to see the same matches every week. Not going to do rematches. (laughs) So the best of seven is how they avoid that. Well, it's the best of seven theory, series. They have to face each other. Fine. Yes. Okay,
0: fine. I mean, okay. it's, no di- it's no different than Benoit and Booker T. Correct. Weren't that a best of seven? Mm-hmm. Uh, who was another best of seven? Uh,
2: they did a best of five on, um, in WWE for the U.S. title, too. So the TV title, best of seven in WCW, U.S. title, same two guys in SmackDown back with the U.S. title when it first came back.
0: Yeah, but something tells me I'm missing a bet. There's, like, been several best of sevens. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there
2: have been. I mean, we don't have cagematch.net here or anything, but I'm I'm pretty sure you're right.
0: Yeah. I mean, and you can't sit here and say that, like, those tri- uh, trios matches weren't spectacular.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you can't sit here and say it.
2: No, they were Maybe, great. They were yeah, great matches, So yes.
0: Again, you've just been conditioned to watch you know drivel mhm and I think that's what got you. I think this is a I've been conditioned to watch drivel
2: and and that that's that's fair that's a fair statement because for the longest time <clears throat> as the only game in town, the only thing you would see is literally the same thing mm. over and I mean, hell, we had John Cena and Randy orton what twenty five million times <clears throat> mhm. There's a guy that doesn't belong in this tournament, The Miz. Ugh. Mm -mm. But no, we got six guys from SmackDown. Now it's not to say that the guys that they selected from SmackDown don't make sense. No, wait, it does because you did a draft (laughs) and you Mm -hmm. said all Raw, all SmackDown. It's a brand split. But
0: apparently, Mm
2: -hmm. apparently, that's not how Triple
0: H. No, last of the week.
2: One week. One week of glorious brand Well, Did (laughs) they
0: draft on Friday? (laughs) Yeah. Draft was on Friday and Monday. Yeah. yeah. No, two days. Saturday, Sunday.
2: (laughs) And today is supposed to be the official start of the new rosters.
0: Again, don't get me wrong, right? Like, do I think the show should have a world champ? Yes. Do I think the show should have had a world champ? Yes. Do I think this is, again, one of these times that the WWE is trying to insult my intelligence? Most definitely.
2: Oh, yeah. Easily and repetitively.
0: Yes. Like, do you think I'm going to fall for this? Like, do you, do you think, oh, wow, Sheamus is going to pull this off. and he on one of the SmackDown guys? Right, yeah. And then he's coming to Raw as the world champ. woo like, it makes no sense. And I know that there's
2: some diehards out there that will go, it's not hard to figure out if the SmackDown guy wins and he comes to Raw. Yeah, no shit.
0: <laughs>
2: That's not <Yeah>. the point. <laughs> the no, point
0: it's is, not
2: the point. You separated the rosters for a reason. Like, yes. you, you did this because we got a really big roster. We got to split this up. We got to shake things up again, as Vince says. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and this is the start of the Triple H era, officially yes. – the official a year start. In, yeah, a year and some odd months into this. It's the official <laughs> start. And it's the same stupid shit that VKM would pull.
2: And 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 these guys sit in a room. They sit in a room with the writers and they go, Okay guys, we're gonna make a show uh, for three hours. I'm uh. gonna do my best <laughs> rock impression of Triple H. Like well, like all of the wrestling fans in the world, you know it's not the first time Triple H, by the way, has trolled fans. <clears throat> he does it all the damn time. I mean, Christ, he did, he did a damn promo where he literally went off on fans and called them all marks. Remember that? I'm gonna tweet my displeasure, <laughs> and me and my friend Mark aren't gonna watch anymore. Well, yeah, 'cause what happened after that, Triple H? Um, people stopped watching. <laughs> They said, okay, yeah, we won't. We'll go watch Impact. We'll go find Ring of Honor. I could go over to Reels right now and turn this off and find at least a replay of Major League Wrestling. (laughs) If Cody wasn't wrestling next, I would probably do that, to be honest with you. And that's the disappointing part of this. The draft is, much like the Royal Rumble, there's supposed to be a bit of unpredictability to it. There's supposed to be that feel of literally anything can happen. But it's so, it is so corporate now. It is so cookie cutter now. Everything is just the same. Just different players. Like Roman Mm. fills the role of, I guess they think he fills the role of John Cena. I think a lot of fans feel he fills the role of like Hulk Hogan, where his time has kind of come and gone.
0: So, I'm going to have to differ, right? So, as far as the draft goes to me, they at least tried to do the right thing with it, right? Because, I mean, again, we haven't really, you know, if tonight's the first official night of this, we haven't really gotten into it, but so much, right? But, again, they kept certain things they didn't just break up every stinking team, right? You know, they didn't separate every stinking six man group. You know, they didn't do what they've done in the past. Mm -hmm. I mean, so with that, okay, you did fine. But again, don't blow smoke about how this time, you know, we're really going to separate the brands and two days in you're about to join them together again right right so if it's a raw title why not find 6 on raw or whatever the number is 8 on raw run the tournament on raw mhm that's what they got drafted for i mean if this, i mean think about it if this was if this was real right and You had two professional sports teams Mm -hmm. picking in a supplemental draft, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. You're not going to have them say, oh, no, I don't want this guy anymore. You have them. No, they picked them to go on their their show. Don't mix them. It's, it's, It's so stupid. Because, again, the draft means absolutely nothing two days in. Right. Nothing. I don't care who wins that title. It means nothing. So if the draft means nothing, why not just let them go at it again? Everybody. Just, you know, throw them them into a hat and let them go at it.
2: Just I want somebody anybody to make it make sense <laughs> just I, I, I who is it Denzel Washington that says it I think it's John Q Public where he says, explain it to me like i 'm a five year old <laughs> just <laughs> make it un- make it understanding like make it actually have some logic to it. How in the world Do you say you've drafted all of these quality talents, these these wonderfully talented individuals, and then you literally indicate you have no confidence in half of that roster by going, you know what, we're going to take half the tournament from the other brand? Yeah. We couldn't have seen, like, Gargano's on roll,
0: right? We couldn't have seen Gargano in this tournament? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Couldn't have seen Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you know, according to their – their uh, web page probably could have seen Roddy Strong. <laughs> Oops! Oops! <laughs> Screwed that one up. No, but uh, so so now have they scheduled a tag team tournament?
2: No. Although we're supposed to get some clarity, <laughs> they say about uh, the, the tag titles sometime this week.
0: I got it. here's your clarity. Oh, the tag team champs are going to bounce back and forth, right? Yeah, like, we don't already see that one coming. So, once again, your draft means jack shit. Mm-hmm. Poor Roman, there if, I was, if I was Roman, I would be livid. Right now. I would be absolutely livid.
2: Well, it doesn't make him look good at all. As a matter of fact, it makes him look kind of like uh, a prima donna. Not Uh, intentionally. I don't think he's doing it to do that, but it puts him in a position where it's like, well, I can do whatever I want, and all of the other talent, they can be jealous. It doesn't matter.
0: Well, so I I put it to you like this, right? In my opinion. This is my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. So it makes the one that's going to get that title, in my mind, a little bitch, right? Right. Because you're the runner-up. Right? You weren't good enough to beat Roman. and we So therefore, we can't get the titles away from Roman because we did such a great job with Roman mm-hmm. that we now have to s- split, uh, you know, do a draft, mm-hmm. throw a new world title in there. And I don't care what they say. Oh, we've had this in the works for a year. No, you haven't. You haven't. You push Roman to the stars, and he, he made the next universe. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs>
2: Right, right.
0: Like, and you got what you wanted out of Roman. You
2: made yeah. it happen. It took you eight years, but you got it done.
0: But again, if they had been doing what I said, sometimes he has to lose. Right. Sometimes he has to lose. He has to get pinned. And then you wouldn't run into this situation. But no, you had to be smarter than everybody else, and you you basically screwed yourself over. But here's the thing. If I'm Roman, right, and you tell me you're going to win at WrestleMania, okay, cool. It was a good match, right? It was a, it was a really good match. It was. Tony it was, was Roman, a good match. Right? But hey, Roman, you're going to retain it. You're going to retain it. In the main event of Mania. Mm-hmm. Only to then turn around and pull this shit. Yeah. I think I would take a hike and be like, no offense. I'll be back in a few months, but I got a hangnail. And I can't put on a pair of boots. I would have much rather have lost to Cody for one of the titles or both titles, then to have me win and be so good at what I'm doing, you're like, Oh, Hey, um, God, we got, we're going to have to split this roster up and we're going to create a new title. I'm telling you, if I was Roman, I would have gone to Paul and said, Paul, here are the titles. I'll be back when I'm ready because everybody else in this place can go take off willy-nilly whenever they choose for whatever reason they choose. And I've been busted my ass to get to where I'm at. And this is how they're going to treat me. I mean, to me, it's more of a slap in the face to Roman.
2: So, I mean, this—what what is your viewpoint of how this per- puts the perception of Roman then?
0: Again, well, so again, it to me it's not so much the perception of Roman. Now, if I was Roman, the perception of Roman would be quite different, mm-hmm. right? It's the perception of Cody, right? Because if he ain't figured out or he ain't read the what happened after Backlash when the Backlash, not the name of that stupid pay-per-view, went off the air, guess who the crowd was behind. One Cody, it was bleeding Brock.
2: Yeah, they gave him another standing ovation.
0: Which, you
2: know, I, I, I am wondering if maybe what we're seeing with Brock Lesnar right now is basically him closing out his career. Which, uh, hey, um, I would have never expected Brock to be the character that would put over, you know, a handful of guys before he goes out. I'd have honestly expected him to go out on high note. So I don't well, necessarily have a problem with that, but yeah, it, I I did see that he got a standing O after the uh, show went off the air.
0: Yeah, now 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 again, I there I don't know where you got the he may be hanging him up thing. Right, I have no clue. I don't know. You know, maybe you're Melcher or, or I put up rumors dot com. Whatever you were looking
2: <laughs> at, right? That's my new website.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So. I don't know, because I hadn't, I hadn't heard it, hadn't even sniffed it, so I don't know, right? But again, here we have this opportunity, and they're going to turn on Cody.
2: Yes, yes. I absolutely agree with you there. <laughs> What's going to happen is Cody's going to win this title. Yes! And, and, and they're going to be like, well, no, now he's just getting the title because he couldn't beat Roman. And literally, they're going to say yes! that, and they're going to start booing him. Yeah, I agree with you there.
0: Yes. So, again, we have outfoxed ourselves. The smartest thing they could have done. And, again, I told you I may not have necessarily agreed with it. I think it was the right call at that time because we don't have the information they have. Right. But now that you've gone through the draft, you've created a new title, and the biggest name in this, right, as far as heat right now, Mm-hmm. Good or bad is Cody Rhodes. So right. there's no doubt he should come out the back end of this as the champ, because guess what's going to happen if you don't that little star that you, that, you know, that you started to blast off, that thing's going to blow like the, well, mm. I almost said, almost, Oh, <laughs> easy almost, there. Easy. <laughs> I, almost, I almost went there, right? But that's, what's going to happen. Like, legit, it's starting to turn right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I would lay money. They're not smart enough to figure it out until after it happens. And as soon as he gets that title and walks down on Raw that first night that goes to give us give a little promo, they're going to boo the piss out of him.
2: Now, I mean, uh, the triple threat right now is going on. You got uh, Cody, Finn, and Miz. They're having a decent little match here. Not too bad. <laughs> But the honestly, God, the smartest thing to do would have been when Cody was making his way to the ring for this matchup is to have Brock come out and beat the piss out of him and have Cody not able to participate. And then you have somebody take his place, and you get a, if you really want to tell the story, if you want him to go through – and I hate this because it really bothers me when people say this, but if you really want Cody to have his own version of hard uh, – there's Brock. There you go. I'm a winner. I should – you know what? Triple H, just call me, sir. Just call me. Brock just attacked Cody. He's beating him up. This is going to keep Cody out of the tournament. We're done here. <clears throat> <laughs> Thanks, Triple H. But this is my point. Like, that would have made better sense, because there's your story. It's not over with Brock. Cody's not going to just be handed the title. Now you're going to have to earn it. Okay, fine. I'm okay with that. But you're still putting six other guys from a total opposite show. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? If you're going to do that, put Solo in it.
0: Um, I'm not sh- You did say Solo, right? Yeah, Solo Sokoa. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I I think they're hitting all cylinders with this tribal chief uh, family, whatever, whatever, whatever we're calling this (laughs) thing, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever storyline we're calling this. And after the tag team or the triple, uh, the six man match, sorry. Right. uh, From the other day backlash, right? When the backlash. Yeah. 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 Um, The end of that, I am now very, very intrigued. Like what we're doing next. So I don't know if I would want him in there. In the off chance that somebody decides, well, let's put the title on this guy. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause then that kind of is going to shoot that other storyline right in the foot. And again, it is. It is Go a good story. It is overall, like from start to now, mm-hmm. it's probably the only storyline they've gotten right since probably Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. Right. Maybe Rock Austin. You know what I'm saying? hmm This is crazy. Oof! How bad did he beat him up? Did he bleed him?
2: I mean, not yet, but he he he's making him look in still his face and everything up? oh dude he's he's got him in like a he's got him in some kind of a chin lock and he's just holding him while he's on a microphone, screaming into the into the mic. Wow he says him and Cody at Night of Champions what what kind of match is he calling for?
1: Mm. First one, no.
0: Strap <laughs> match. Dog collar match or something. Oh wow. It'll be something. It'll be something that Dusty made famous.
2: Damn. I mean that's what I would have done. That's the smartest move, but it should have happened before the match even started. But anyway, Finn Balor wins that one. Oh look, there's Jason Jordan. I haven't seen him in a while. Finn Balor wins, Seth Rollins wins, they'll take on each other in the main event tonight. Winner advances into the tournament. Um,
0: something wow. tells me though. So when it when is it Night of Champions?
2: End of uh end of May.
0: And Brock wants a match for that night. Yeah. Something tells me that Cody is still going to be able to walk away with that title on that night. He's going to somehow get interjected or the match will become like a four-way match.
2: Brock should have kicked the title over. That'd have been funny.
0: Hats off though to Brock for that uh, turnbuckle shot.
2: Dude. So that was really well done and well placed. Um I don't know because I I thought he got it under his chin. Like I thought he hit it on his throat.
0: No. Uh-uh. Right no, between it, the eyes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean that was
0: pretty damn well
2: done. He's got a crap ton of stitches in his face right now though.
0: Oh yeah. It was so what's crazy. Right? Was absolutely crazy. Right. Is some are saying that's a planned spot. Now, maybe, but for the amount of blood and where that thing gashed, because mm-hmm. that was that was uh, if I'm looking at this backwards, I think it was like the left in between the nose and the and his eyeball. Mm-hmm. Right, it, it's right in there is where this cut was. Yeah. That is a hell of a goddamn place to bleed.
2: That's, I mean, that's going to be super difficult to actually get that to do what you want it to do, too. I mean, I don't know that I would want to your forehead all day long because it's easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because he didn't bleed from the forehead. He bled from, like, right beside his eyeball.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, now, was it a planned spot between Cody and Brock and not you know, the writers that I might say and go, okay, so he knew he was going hard way. And the only way they could do it is if he went into the buckle.
0: Yeah. But I don't even know. Like that, that has to be. Like there's still a chance it doesn't happen. I I guess to put it right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, again, so I don't know if you – I mean, I don't know where he would have done it because, again, he pulled it off perfectly.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, he wouldn't have had time. He hits that shot. He doesn't – and we've seen enough blade jobs to know. They fall to the ground, they're face down, they got their right. hands near their face, and the next thing you know, they come up, they're bleeding. We right. all, we, we've seen enough of them. Hell, Mox ought to write a book about it. I'm just saying, you yeah. enough blade jobs. So there's no way. It was legit a hard way shot face to the buckle, period. And and Cody, when he takes that German and he's trying to stop, but he doesn't really try to stop. He just pulls that, that pad. And oh, by the way, WWE security should be ashamed of themselves for taking that buckle back from one of the fans. Come on, that's crap. Let him keep a oh, the- souvenir.
0: Well, next time if it happens that way and somebody goes to take it back, throw it further up into the thing. <laughs> Eventually, it'll make its way out of there. You yeah. Know, they're not going to be able to just pat down everybody. Right. So.
2: I thought that was crummy. I'm like, come on, man. That's dumb.
0: This is a fucking WWE.
2: <sighs>
0: I don't know. I don't know if anybody else would have been any better, but. You know, and these uh, the turnbuckles to them and their operating yearly operating budget, right? Are exactly. So, so <laughs> fucking minuscule. You could have three hundred dollar buckle. No, it's not. Yeah, Stop it. No, you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even three hundred dollars, you're a multi billion dollar company. Right. Right. You know, what'd you just get bought for? Eight billion. <sighs> That's crazy.
2: When I yeah. first heard that number, that Vince wanted like $9 billion, I'm like, yeah, he, he's taking that company private. It's not getting bought. Because it's just such a ridiculous number. That's yeah, a none, Microsoft number. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but again, you have to understand what all is going with it. Mm-hmm. The TV deals, you know, all your footage, your your library you know the pay-per-view revenues like right. the, all these other deals i'm sure he i'm sure he probably could have gotten more if he'd wanted it i'm sure somewhere him and dana probably got drunk while he was on vacation dana was like yeah i'll give you 8 million for it Vince like <laughs> mm with a b said, like, yeah with a b and Vince <laughs> okay like, Fuel the jet. We're going back to work.
2: (laughs) Now, granted, you know, somebody says starts throwing that b-word around there. You're like, yeah, I'll I'll go back to work. (laughs) Yeah, I'm back at creative
0: the next night. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because again, it's it's funny how that happened, right? He weasels his way into eight billion dollars, and oh, by the way, for two years, I'm, you know, I'm here. So it's just crazy. <laughs> this company is crazy.
2: For the record, I'm glad Corey Graves just because he got cleared hasn't decided to start getting back in the ring because uh, seeing him get in there and be opposite like a guy like Brock Lesnar would just put him right back out.
0: <laughs> mm. All right. So why why you, you just brought up Brock? Let's talk about the main event from Backlash. Like, was it weird to you?
2: The finish was weird to me. Like, I'm not a—I don't have a problem with him catching a roll up on or a, a you know a high pin on the camera. I'm okay with the reversal, but it was fast. Like it was okay. Go home now. Boom, done. And then Cody flies to the back. Like, um. Shouldn't have been Cody, like with fireworks and stuff at the end? Like if that was your main event, if that was your goal. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they are setting up for Cody to turn.
0: Yeah, but uh, again, why? Right? I, I mean, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> it. It's not like you have anybody to compete with Cody. Right. If he's a heel bad guy. So you need to keep him face because again, ultimately, you never know what WrestleMania 40 plans are. Right. And you, you're not going to have two bad guys fight it out for, you know, supremacy at WrestleMania 40. Right. Um, but it was. I don't like. I don't know. I don't know if it felt off. I. I think once Brock started throwing. Uh, the suplexes, mm-hmm. um, that was kind of a mistake. Because how many did it take for Undertaker once he started suplexing Taker? It
2: was like, I don't know, four or five suplexes. Three, uh, It was three F5s.
0: Yeah, but normally, I, I forget what he got to Cody. I think it may be eight, mm-hmm. eight or so. Normally, when you hit that with everybody else, they're not getting up. But yet, Cody is able to pull shenanigans. Y you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I it was it was it was just weird. Like, I'm okay with Cody winning. I'm right. okay with the way Cody did win. Because that's probably like the only real way you beat Brock is.
2: Right, right. In some kind of oh, sneaky way. Up, I mean, he's yeah. he's designed to be a beast, so you have to find a way to Yeah. give him a clean and it was supposed to be a clean pin and I'm fine with that, but I don't know. It,
0: I mean, to me part of it feels like it was a like a squa- I, it's just the the feel like Cody squash Brock. You know what I'm saying? That's like Yeah. This yeah, it's mean, just didn't so he weird. F5 Cody uh, did he have five?
2: I don't think he did.
0: No, I th- didn't he? Oh, you have to check on that one. You have to check on that one. But, uh, but again, no, though, it, it, it like the whole, from start, like he's Cody starts off hot, mm-hmm. he's beating the piss out of him for a couple minutes. Then here comes one suplex. And I think maybe a second, then Cody gets back on top. And then here's another suplex. Cody's back on top. Here's a suplex. Cody's back on top. Here's a suplex. Right. And the suplexes aren't really doing anything to Cody. And then Cody, you know, grabs the turnbuckle. To me, I, I like, it's weird. It's just, I I don't know if I've ever really felt this way about a match.
2: Well, kind of. It kind of speaks it's to the really fact real. that that Bad Bunny and and Damian Priest, which by the way was a hell of a lot of fun. That that match was was actually a lot of fun. Um, but that should have been your main event. I, I, I like Cody and Brock and on, and, and I didn't want to see their match. To be honest, I wasn't excited about it. But I I would not have placed it at the end of the at the end of the night like that. Especially with that kind of a finish, like I feel like Damian Priest and Bad Bunny went long as it was, and that's why we got to where we got.
0: Yeah, maybe. But like, come on, like yeah. I don't really. I, I and and again, Cody just rolling out, and running up.
3: I mean, right. it, to,
0: to me. Like, somebody should have told the ref to tell Brock, go rip the table up. Yeah, do something. <laughs> do something, yes. Grab the ref, F5, the ref, whatever. Because he just, I mean, literally would just sat there on his knees. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe they are, maybe this is like some. they're trying some you know, double flip. Maybe that's why it just felt weird. Maybe like they're trying it without really trying it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or we just kind of fell into it. Um, I I don't know. This is it's, it's just weird. Makes no. I mean, I won't say it doesn't make sense, but it's just so weird.
2: Maybe we're gonna. Maybe we're gonna see Roman as the good guy at Mania. Against Cody the bad guy.
0: That's an well, awful yeah, lot of work. The, <laughs> That's yeah, an awful because, lot of work. Yeah, because you gotta get rid of the Usos, you gotta get rid of Sokoa, you gotta get rid of Heyman. And we all know what Roman looks like. Just Roman. Right. Right. <laughs> so,
2: so I pulled up uh I pulled up the the replay of Backlash here. i I got the, the match just rolling here. I'm gonna See if there was an F five anywhere in this one. Maybe there was, but Shouldn't I think I think with with this one, it was just like you went really long, like you had a lot of different things happen at the same time, and once you got there, um, you know, now it's like, uh, okay, here's your finish. Of what you're gonna do? Now get the hell out of the ring. Well, what? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I would have felt better if he had gotten the pin, you know, and celebrated on the on the buckle, and then got F-5. You know what I mean? Like, and then Brock beats mm. him up again to end the night.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he you could easily had him hit the buckle, right? Especially if it was a planned spot. Mm-hmm. Had him hit the buckle, and because he started bleeding, because he looked a little be you know shocked and bewildered, right? gotten a quick roll-up then. But then Cody just not having, you know, the ability to get out the ring or something. And then Brock catches him and beating the piss out of him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah, and again, I, you know... It, it was just weird. And it doesn't... It doesn't fill me with anything. It doesn't fill me with confidence. It doesn't fill me with nothing. Right. It's just a typical, you know, you know, again the whole consolation prize comes into play. Oh, you could be Roman, but we'll let you be Brock.
2: Right, right. Here's your Brock victory. Yeah. Uh Brock isn't that victory is is big and all. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the same. It's it's not at that level anymore. Brock has, one, doesn't have a title, two, has lost a number of times beforehand, so he's not even the first guy to really beat Brock. Like,
0: it's... Yeah, but I I dare say, you would probably have to look hard and long mm-hmm. to find somebody that manhandled Brock like that.
2: Yeah, and he really does. I mean, if you look at it, he hits him with the chair, he hits him with the ring steps... Now, there's one German suplex Brock's hit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> i of a
2: Brock match. <laughs> yeah,
0: once he hits it, he, he ultimately gets, I think, maybe five or six in there.
2: Yeah. So, he hits the German. Cody rolls to the outside, comes back in. Now, he's on the offensive again, going off the top, which Cody should know better. Gets caught. Fall away slam. Damn. <laughs> Brock is freakishly strong. That's kind of ridiculous. Mm. He just chucks him. It's not, it's not even like Ephrays. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bye, Cody.
0: Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I like deep down inside. I'm like, well, Brock, I cheated. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why I feel. Well, good. a lot of
2: people on Twitter have said know. the same thing. A lot of people have actually said that Brock losing that way was really, really cheap. And Cody comes off looking like a wuss. Yeah. I mean, yeah, kind of. That's uh, three Germans right there. Uh, oh, and oh, just to add a little bit more to the make it make sense file, Natalia, who is a SmackDown superstar, showed up on Raw just a few minutes ago to make the save as Rhea Ripley, the SmackDown women's champion, beats Dana Brooke. That's four German
0: suplexes. So, again, so we now have two SmackDown yeah, on yeah. Raw two days into the draft.
2: Now, at least in Rhea's case, it makes sense. She's the SmackDown Women's Champion, but she was drafted to Raw. Now, they're they're probably going to do that stupid title trade, which blows, but whatever.
0: Well, why wouldn't they have already been like, well, earlier today?
2: Right, right. Mm-mm. I'll never understand it.
0: Well, how about old Bianca? Yeah, dropping EO right on her
2: face. Oh my god! Um, I, you know, the, the guys, the, whoever was the producer for that match, um, whoever said, "Hey, you're gonna sell the arms, so do it one handed, okay?" You should get kicked in the ass. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, it, it. She tried her best. It wasn't exactly like she she botched anything, but. She goes. Oh no, in. that
0: was the, that was a botch.
2: She's I she's watched. got her up there, and Eo is posting the way you would expect. That's five German suplexes. Um and then she just tries to do the rotation with one hand, but she's in the complete wrong place with that hand. So when she tries to rotate her, like flip her over, um she just goes face first.
0: Mm. Oh yeah. She, Ow. she... She went face first. Yeah, ouch. I I
2: why was why was Puerto Rico so over the moon for EO Sky, by the way?
0: Because Puerto Rican's probably more of a wrestling territory than the states. I would imagine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean
2: that thirty four thousand was ridiculous. They
0: were loud. But EO's a wrestler. Yeah. In the sports entertainment company. Because mm-hmm. they don't do sports entertainment over in the Orient. Right. I mean, it is. I Trust me, want to tell you. I understand it's fucking sports entertainment. But they don't get over and do sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. You'd probably get the shit kicked out of you if you went up to, you know, Some of them guys are like, ah, I love sports entertainment. You guys are great at it. You know, it's kind of like when uh, Hulk Hogan showed up on uh, Richard Belzer's show. Yeah. Hey, yeah, wrestling's fake. Put me in headlock. Okay. Hey, Richard, your lips are turning blue, bud. (laughs) There's uh,
2: There's the buckle spot. That's six German suplexes. You know, that was really well done by Cody, by the way. Being able to chuck it that far as he's flying through the (laughs) air, that's pretty good. (laughs) As of yet, no F5. Not even an attempt at an F5 at this point.
0: But six Germans. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is his super kick, by the way.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Slap the leg.
0: Slap the leg. Love him. Yeah. So...
2: Bear hug. That's nasty, too. Taking out my elbows to the face. No thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, that belly to belly is nasty, too. Jeez. <laughs> Cody says, I'll just bump for you. <laughs> just throw me to school. <laughs> Isn't the bad guy supposed to bump like that? Did I get that wrong? What? Well, usually in matches like that, it's, it's the bad guy that's bumping all over the place. Not the good guy.
0: You guys take crazy bumps.
2: Eh, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm looking at it from the wrong lens. Maybe it needs to be more of a David and Goliath kind of thing. <sighs> so at no point, by the way, during this matchup, is there any type of – there's no handoff at all. There's no – Um. oh, yeah. Yeah, that's – and how did he do that?
0: I don't know, man. It was, it was. Oh my
2: gosh! Again, that's I'm precision not gonna, right there.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna say that uh, it wasn't the hard way, or I'm not gonna say it wasn't a blade job. But I know to get like that, you probably would have seen that coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So.
2: Damn. <laughs> I mean, he goes. He's like, "Yep." I'm eating this turnbuckle. <laughs> so
1: yeah, well, I'm eating right yeah.
2: yeah, there's no F5 in this match, which mm-hmm. is kind of crazy to me. I would have thought that he would have hit him at least with one.
0: Well, but again, though, he, like, uh, Brock's big offense is the suplexes. Mm-hmm. And he shrugs them off. He took six. Yeah. I'd like to know how many The Undertaker took. I like to know how you know how many some of these other ones took. You know, could you had to you had to use the suplexes in order to get Undertaker to
2: Yeah.
1: the
0: F5 anyway. But he takes six and he shrugs them off.
2: Cody on the other hand hits two two crossroads in a row. Doesn't get the pin. That stuff eats me up too. If it's a finish, and he hits two in a row, yeah, that should be done. I don't care who's finished it is. It should be that way with anybody. I hate that. Make it make sense. It's still real to me, damn it. David
0: well, goes, I, I, need him. Yeah, I can't help you on the finish thing.
2: <laughs> um. I'm still sore that they uh, made the DDT just such a – lackluster thing now. Mm-hmm. That's a DDT. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to end matches, but never mind. Oh, wait, no, there's an F5. Yep, he does hit one F5. Holy crap.
0: During the match?
2: Yep, Cody kicks out at two and a half.
0: Probably after multiple suplexes.
2: Yes, six suplexes. Six Germans, anyway. Not to mention the over the, over the shoulder and all that stuff. Um, and one F5. Yeah. How does Cody rate better than The Undertaker like that? It takes three F5s to beat The Undertaker, but only, you know, Cody can kick out at one, and that's, that's where we're going.
0: Yeah, because this is all probably going to, you know, what they thought his skill plan is probably going to take Cody eight years to Oh my God. get to where they need him to be.
2: Eight years from now, there'll be an interview with Cody. Well, which was the better thing, being the gatekeeper at AEW (laughs) or taking another eight years off your career before you finally won the
0: pick? Well, I I mean, listen, so you know as well as I do, right? That the minute Cody was on AEW and came up in the throne and Mm -hmm. smashed the throne, Somebody was probably licking his chops. And while they may give him the title, because that might be what's best for business,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're probably going to run him through the ringer.
2: So you think some of this comes from the throne breaker stuff?
0: Uh, would it shock you? I mean, let's not forget that we put his daddy in polka dots. When that's he true. was probably the third biggest star in America. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Behind Hogan and Flair. Or Flair and Hogan, whichever, whichever, you know, side of the line you fall on.
2: Now, they swear up and down that, that while it may have been meant as a rib to Dusty, that it was a good thing and that he, you know, he wasn't being punished or whatever.
0: Uh... Okay, so let's take the first part of your statement, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the rib. Right. Right. Again, this is probably the third biggest star in America. And what do we do? We put him in polka dots. Now, imagine the money we could have probably had and probably made. And while Dusty may not have been in his prime, Dusty was still putting on great matches. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Imagine a nice series with was Ted DiBiase around at that time, or Macho Man Randy Savage, or Hell. Hmm. Piper. Hmm. The Hard Foundation. I mean, just imagine, and again, I'm just trying to use my brain and think back. And Lord knows the money we could have had if we could have figured out a way to get him in the program with Hogan.
2: Hogan and Dusty would have been big, big dollars for the record. Big, big freaking dollars.
0: Yeah, because... As easy... Well, not as easy, but the way you managed to get the uh, Ultimate Warrior Mm -hmm. and Hogan together, you could have easily done that with Dustin. Yes. It wouldn't have been hard. And, like, main event of WrestleMania... And win or lose, that would be the match that people would still be talking about. Yeah. That very easily would have been Hogan's defining moment.
2: Well, the, the, if you look at it, if you really, really look at how just the Rhodes family in general has been done on television in WWE, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they could have easily done, done some really amazing stuff with Dustin.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You don't have the son of Dusty Rhodes and make him – I don't care. I, I, I liked Gold Dust when he did the, the Tourette's thing that was funny. Don't get me wrong. And yeah, the Sable thing kind of bothers me. But <laughs> the reality is Dustin Rhodes, period, like was over and above where he should have been in WCW, period. Like he was main event tier. In 93. He was so young in his career in 93. It's hard to imagine. But he was that good. He was having Iron Man matches with Rick Rude. 30 minute matches with Barry Windham and Ricky Steamboat. And these weren't like just. Here's a headlock. We're going to sit here for 15 minutes. He gets to WWF. And they put him in. in A homosexual gimmick.
0: Mm. I don't know if you could call it that at that time.
2: Or a, a – what did they call it? A sexually ambiguous character. That's what they called it. Excuse me. And I don't have a problem with a gay character. That, let's, not, let's not dumb this down and say, well, he doesn't like great people. No, I don't give a damn. <laughs> that doesn't. The point is you had a raw talent that you could have done 50 mm-hmm. other different kinds of gimmicks. Mm-hmm. And instead you chose we're going to ignore the Rhodes name.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And when we do finally explain that it's Dustin, we're going to make fun of Dusty. Fast forward, Cody comes out. He does actually a pretty good job, but then what happens when he gets with Legacy? What did they do? Beat up Dusty. And then what happens with Cody? Well, you're going to be Stardust now. It goes back to when we had this conversation back when Cody was looking at coming back to WWE. Like, we didn't know for sure that he was coming. It was pretty strong of a rumor, but what we really saw was he could still stay with AEW. We don't know. And the conversation we had at the time was, you've got six months once he gets in the door to decide what you're going to do with Cody Rhodes. And if you blow it, you're never going to get another opportunity like that with any other guy? Because you can't tell me MJF doesn't see this and go, well, that really doesn't make any damn sense. I think I'll stay here where I'll make millions and wrestle on a program that makes sense.
0: Um, so again, so I won't necessarily say that AEW makes sense, but for a guy like Cody, who, again, self admittedly that I'm the guy who didn't want the world title.
2: Right, right.
0: I came up with this.
2: because Nobody was, else. And didn't want people thinking he was abusing his power.
0: Yes. So his little self-imposed, I don't want the title, is on Cody.
2: Yes. Stupid move. Should have never did it.
0: Correct. But Cody probably could have fixed that. Or Tony would have fixed it had he stayed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I don't care what you say. I don't see that, you know, this new title, there's any prestige to it. It's a brand new title. And I don't care what history you slap on it. It's a brand new title. Right. There's no history, there's no lineage, there's no prestige to it. I'll make you a bet. Here and now, gentlemen's bet that he will be a one-time WWE champion.
2: I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that because what will ultimately happen here is he'll get kind of like what they did to Big Show. He'll get his moment. It'll be muted, basically. And probably a month later on his next title defense, it'll be gone.
0: And i will never sniff it again.
2: Nope. But they'll swear up and down it was a legendary run. And, hey, I love Cody Rhodes. So before fans go, what are you, changing sides? No, I'm not doing that. But what I'm saying is the writing is on the wall. Let's not be stupid here. Like, we can say that we want to see WWE do well, and I do. Part of me wants to see them actually turn stuff around. But how many times have I said that on this show? it gets a little old. Cody is not being positioned right now where it makes any damn sense. Now, I didn't want to see Cody and Brock in the first place. It did turn out to be kind of a cool match, and I did like the finish. But at the same time, with the questions Brian and I have already asked here, you got to wonder, like, where are they going? Well, now we're seeing that they're going to of champions. It's Brock and Cody in a match. We don't know what kind yet. And while that's all well and good, so we're supposed to, fans are supposed to go on this ride for another year. All right, Cody got hurt, his pec got torn, he had to be out. We know that journey. But it is mind-numbing to hear that Cody has to go through another struggle when legitimately the fans that came over with him from AEW, the ones that said, hey, let's see what he does here, know exactly what he did before he got there. Like I said at the beginning of the show, make it make sense because it doesn't make any damn sense. What struggle do you need to see now? What, what does he need? Do we need to take an eye? Are we going to do the Ray Mysterio thing?
0: Well, listen, if they're, <laughs> if they're banking on getting him to 40 and him still being as hot as he is now, which I dare say is starting to taper off. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen.
2: I don't see a way where they can right now position Cody to make it to 40 as hot as he was at 39.
0: No, it's not going to happen. And again, you know why? Because his first big match after that, <laughs> they're given the standing ovation To the loser. Yeah, to the other guy. Yes.
2: (laughs) I respect Brock. Don't get me wrong. I respect everything he's done for for his career, but you're supposed to be focusing right now on what Cody just did, not Brock losing. Yes. The story's supposed to be, Cody just beat the Beast. (laughs) We should be following him up the ramp. There should be... Fireworks to close the show. And you can give him the standing ovation after the fact, but you should have been following Cody the entire time. We should not have seen a facial reaction from Brock Lesnar. No. That shouldn't have even been shown on TV. He could sit there. That's fine. But it should have, that story should have been told that Cody just conquered the beast and even still doing it tonight with this tournament even having Brock run in and do what he did it would have still played off just fine but Cody would have gained not lost
0: yes, I, I don't I don't know I don't know he would have gained even with what you're saying like again this match is so weird to me mm-hmm. I don't I don't see him gaining like It's, it's like, oh, we Cody Squash. Again, my whole, the whole time I'm like, wait a second saying? Is Cody Squash and Brock here?
2: And it sure did come off like that, by the way. I mean, yeah, Brock gets those suplexes in. Don't get me wrong, but, yeah, it sure did come off like, wow, Cody is just going to run through Brock.
0: Yes. And, by the way, again, nobody's ever done that. For the rest. Right. But, but that's where my mind is starting to shift. Like, wait a second here. Where where's Brock? You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now my attention where it should be on Cody is not on Cody. It's on Brock. Like, where's the Brock I know and love? So you're not gonna be able to dip him down. You're gonna have to have him beat Cody.
2: Dude, they're in Jacksonville tonight. They're in AEW's backyard.
0: It's nobody's backyard.
2: Come on. Jacksonville is AEW country. Let's be real.
0: No, apparently London is AEW country.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. You know what? That. Thank you. Let's. We've beaten the Cody horse to death. Let's move on. For the record, I, I still state, stay, by the way, that Backlash was a good show. It was a very fun show. But let's talk about tickets for a second. Let's talk about <laughs> AEW making history. That again, including Dave Meltzer. What an idiot, by the way. Uh, no one thought they'd make it to twenty thousand. Well, let's go backwards a little bit. No, no, no. No one thought they'd do ten thousand. Ten thousand. Yeah. Right. No one thought they'd do twenty. No one mm-hmm. thought they'd do thirty. At 40,000, people said Tony Khan is buying these tickets himself. That is the stupidest thing I have ever heard. Tony Khan's buying it himself. So, so let me get this right. So he's going to buy 40,000 seats, and then we're going to go to pay-per-view or whatever, however they show it, and we're going to see 40,000 empty seats – that's the stupidest th- you should have your head checked all of you listen, that have said that
0: listen stop listening to the little ass hats in the comments right do i need to bring back what was it uh, what was it we were doing for a while ass hat of the week bobblehead of the week bobble yeah bobblehead the there yes. we go i think we maybe will change it to the ass hat of the week but don't stop, don't pay no attention to them little fuckers. Pay attention to ESPN. There's a real winner right there. Right, who can't even get the story straight. He
2: he's set up for only forty thousand. Yes. And Tony Khan says no. Shove that up your ass. Yeah. By yeah. the way, and most times I say Tony Khan should not be on Twitter. No, no, no. Right then and there, Tony <clears> Khan did exactly throat> what throat> I would have did.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like legit. AEW did not ever produce a seating chart that was marked off. Right. That and was for the record. PSC who would ever did. do that? Well, we, but but we know it happens. Sure. Right. Maybe not so much now as what it used to. But even the WWE will put out arenas that, the, you know, the the one-end the one section is, is, like, blacked out. Right. Depending on the Tron and, you know, everything else. So, again, so AEW could have done it. And we would have been okay. Mm-hmm. But how responsible are you as a journalist, right, to put that out there? Now, again, screw the asshats. Mm -hmm. They're a bunch of nitwits anyway. And I'm not talking about all the fans, but I'm talking about the ones who just can't get out of their own way. Right? The ones that go back and forth about how WWE is better than this and AEW is better than this, and you look like a stupid idiot when you make your argument. Yeah. Because, one, you don't know your history. You don't know the company you're talking about because it's evident you don't even pay attention to it. And three, sometimes you're just such a you know a mouth breather that you look like an asshat. Day one, 36,000
2: tickets sold.
0: Yes. I think by day three of the pre-sale was over 50, yep. close to 60. Ford.
2: First day. <laughs>
0: Is over 60?
2: Yep. Forbes.com, May 5th at 3.30 in the afternoon, posts that AEW All-In explodes to over 60,000 tickets sold at Wembley Stadium.
0: Yes. And so, first, here's a little piece of history, ladies and gentlemen. I believe All-In, without even having a show yet, is now like the third biggest gate, yeah, for an American wrestling company yep
2: not one match has even been hinted at
0: right, so that's and that's not WrestleMania three. they lied to you. It wasn't ninety thousand, it was only like sixty eight. You can go look it up. It wasn't ninety it was only like sixty eight or some craziness like that. Right. There's a large discrepancy in that number
2: Well, there's the wWE number. And then yes. there's the real number, which I yes. learned over the weekend. And <laughs> Shane's yes. like, go to go to WrestleTix and he'll show you the actual. I was like, holy crap, I got me yes. again. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: So it's already bigger than WrestleMania three. It's bigger than one uh the, the biggest Royal Rumble they've ever had, I think. Yep. Um it's bigger than again any other WrestleMania. Because three was the biggest in... Te- well, no, Dallas. The one in Dallas. Uh, at Texas Stadium or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's sitting at one. And then... Is it a... What's number two? Uh,
2: So, there's Summer Collision Man? in Korea, which was all forced. <laughs> but they were there. <laughs> um, there's Collision in Korea. There's WrestleMania Dallas. And then there's... uh. Oh, that kid didn't want to give uh, Data Brook five. That's messed up. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> um,
0: but in, this is Wembley What's ninety two. Because I'm not big. counting Korea. I'm not counting Korea because again, that was that was kind of forced. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. there's no way you would know the number for real anyway. Right. You're not, what are you know we got to call the Chinese government. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The North Korean government. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever oh, it was. Shit.
2: Damn. My bad.
0: (laughs) 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 So I think Dallas is number one. Right. And then it's either SummerSlam.
2: 92.
0: Is that it? Number two? That's one
2: in Wembley, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, so now we're AEW.
2: Mm -hmm. So the question, can we now put to bed the concept that AEW is a fledgling t-shirt company? Can we just put that to bed, please?
0: No. Because, again, you have asshats who are mouth breathers.
2: you got to it... really have a serious psychological issue to say that
0: a what was billionaire
2: the... like Tony Khan would just, oh, buy 40,000
0: seats. What was the SummerSlam number?
2: Uh, i got to pull that up. Let me look it up.
0: Because I don't think that, I don't think they can get close to. Well, they can get close. I don't think they can beat the the Dallas number.
2: Uh, Wembley at ninety two was eighty
0: thousand three fifty five. Okay. So without a match. Right. We're about eighteen. Uh, t- well, probably less than that. 50, probably fifteen, fourteen to fifteen thousand away from that.
2: General ticket sales, by the way for All-In have not gone live yet. Yeah. If we do the WWE thing, if we comp tickets and all that, because you know some people have family and friends come in, you can't tell me that 80,000 couldn't possibly be at Wembley there.
0: Listen.
2: It's not a guarantee. I'm not trying to snowball you here, but
0: come on. Listen. So here's the, here's the thing about what's about to happen. So I'll lay money. All in will become the number two biggest event from a, an American promotion. Mm-hmm. And the number you get from AEW will probably be a closer number to the real number than any other thing. <clears throat> right? Even comp tickets, because, you know, I'm sure somewhere along the way, somebody's got to pay for that crap. So I'm not too worried about comp tickets. Mm-hmm. What I'm telling you you're not going to get is, oh, we're live in front of 90,000 people and we're only at 68. It makes no sense for Tony to come out and fudge numbers. Yeah. Because should he fudge numbers and somebody catches them, then there's going to be a shitstorm by the asshat mouth breeder. So I'd much rather put them in their place by knowing, mm-hmm. especially by the end of the night, oh, we sold out Wembley. And oh, by the way, there's 90,000 seats in Wembley. Right. And we sold them out. Now, whether anybody appears to be in seat or not is irrelevant. Because if I have 90,000 tickets and I've sold 90,000 tickets and somebody can't make it, it's not on Tony Khan and AEW. That's from the guy that couldn't make it. We don't penalize the WWE for empty seats. So we're not going to penalize AEW. If they make it, they make it. And hell, even if they don't sell another ticket, Mm -hmm. you're still the third largest pay-per-view by an American company. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No. And thank you, Dave. Thank yeah. you.
2: <laughs> the I don't remember a time in wrestling until AEW came around where people talked this much about ticket sales.
0: Oh yeah, but again, though, we didn't have the inter- We didn't have this type of access. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Well, not not so much access. Social media. When WCW was around.
2: What would Twitter have looked like in 92?
0: (laughs) Oh, my Lord. (laughs) I could only imagine. Right. Well, so let's let's do this. Let's forget 92. Let's let's look at when Hogan shows up at WCW.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I can you imagine the WCW fans? Right. So now the bad part is it's not going to go into Hogan's favor. Right. Right. Because for those of that weren't around then, or those of you that don't know your history, WCW was a Southern company. Right. And we didn't give two shits about that Northern company. Nor any of their superstars. Mm -hmm. We still believe in pro wrestling. Right. 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 So, you get, you give the fans when Hogan shows up in the red and yellow, and ooh, man, parade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that, that's not to say that they w- didn't warm up to him or whatever, or wouldn't have warmed up to him, but I would have loved to have seen Twitter when he showed up that first day. Because I'm sure the WWE fans would have been bashing him because you know he what did he say he was retiring or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> you what, know what, what a saying? traitor that Hulk Hogan <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Oh yeah, that it, we don't want him. He's washed up. Yada yada yada. The whole nine yards. And then the true diehard WCW fan wouldn't have wanted him because he right. was from Stanford. He was oh we don't we're not sports entertainment here. We're pro wrestling. You know. So it it would have had a very small audience that would. Welcome to Hogan, you know, with open arms. So And then I would have loved to have seen it during the Attitude Era. I think oh that would gosh. have been the funniest thing like to have witnessed is social media during the attitude Era. Do you think like the
2: NWO would have taken off the way it did with social media like that?
0: Uh so I think I think what what you had for social media at the time, right? Is probably what helped the NWO. Mm-hmm. And again, so you you were very limited. What what they have back? Then? Was MySpace Space around back then?
2: No, you had basically all right. So that was all right.
0: Rooms. So you had message boards. All right. Yeah. So you had message boards and chat rooms. Right now, again, I think the probably the class of fan back then. They were a little, I mean, don't get me wrong. They were still one-sided, kind of, right? You were in the WWE camp or you were WCW camp. But the fan back then, they watched everything. Because we grew up watching everything. We grew up, you know, trading tapes on the school bus. We grew up trading tapes when you ran into somebody at the mall. You know what I'm saying? Like we back then we watched so much content that while we may have had a favorite, it didn't stop us from watching other things. And that's why like when it happened when when you know when when uh Hall jumps the the guardrail the world went apesh. They went crazy. Yeah. Even on a mess, even on message boards and, you know, whatever else they had, the, like right there. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, as well as I do, if the four of us hadn't been together that night. Right. And, and we're, let's say we were in four separate houses. Right. You know, as well as I do, somebody's phone would have rang and it would have been like in a, in a TV show. Right. right? So they're staying, picking up the phone and my face goes up into one box. (laughs) Oh, wait a second. There's Rob and Rob's face goes up in the next block and I'm on hold. And Rob's like, Oh my God, you're not gonna believe it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wait, there's Mike and Mike's face goes down in the third block. And now your face goes in the fourth block, And we're all just like, Oh gee, you know, just freaking out over this thing. (laughs) Yeah. But we were together, because that's what you did back then. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But Lord have mercy, could you imagine? I couldn't imagine Twitter. Twitter would have probably shut down. Facebook would have shut down.
2: Every single single Twitter account, wrestling fan-wise, would have had NWO in their screen name. (laughs) You'd have had, you know. Oh, yeah people have been claiming you'd have know, had people crying the blues oh they're they're gonna get sued wWF's getting sued you know there oh, would have would, been the I mean, the contingent of assets we see now oh my
0: lord <laughs> what well, no but it, it was it was such an event though right we would all fallen for it oh yeah because i'm pretty sure we all did fall for it <laughs> yeah we did especially especially at the beginning but I mean, think about it. So I'll almost lay you money that you could probably trace Mm -hmm. the highest trending topic ever Mm -hmm. on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And if you pulled that NWO shit today like they pulled back then, it would have set such numbers that you would never have caught it if that makes sense like if you had twitter when scott hall jumps that rail ww or yeah wwe or wwf mm-hmm. invades wcw would have broken all records for trending topics and put up such a number it never would have been touched
2: Well, the the audience level at that point was in the 6 million, 7 million, sometimes 10 million, depending on the show.
0: Yes, on both shows, yes. Routinely, you're you're talking 10 to 12 million people watching.
2: Yeah.
0: On a Monday night. And that's just whatever ratings they – You know what I'm saying? But you know as well as I do, there would have been plenty of people that once that thing popped up, trending topic, WWE invades WCW. Oh, somebody would have stopped what they were doing. Yeah. And flipped on the TV. That would have been crazy. It probably would have broke Twitter. When I say broke Twitter, I mean broke Twitter. Twitter would only have one wing right now. It would have broken so bad. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, we'd have seen we'd have seen websites crash. We'd have seen like yes. everything.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Facebook would have had so much crap on it about Scott Hall jumping the rail. It would have taken you two days to get your damn page back. Right.
2: You'd have had uh, you'd have had indie wrestlers claiming. <laughs> That that's not the way they'd have done it. <laughs> you <know that? laughs> if you want to be a top guy, you should you shouldn't do this. You should do that. You'd have had all of that still going on. It just would have been different.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and then you move directly to the next one, the next big event, which I think is Hogan turning.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that would have broke the internet. Yeah. So. Absolutely nuts. That you know, they literally would have just broke the internet. There's no doubt in my mind that they had social media back then, compared to what it is now. And I'm sure there's other you know incidents that, if it had social media, probably would have broke the internet. Because that's that's you know again, folks. This is what we're talking about. This is why we call you and insult you when you you get on here looking stupid. (laughs) We come from a generation when you were a wrestling fan. You were simply a wrestling fan. Yep. You know, in those dark, shadowy places that people don't like to talk about, you had to hang out as wrestling fans. Right. You didn't do it out in the open. People just didn't sit there in, in, in school and talk wrestling.
2: No, no. You know the you know like in Stranger Things, you know that table <clears throat> where the Hellfire Club would sit together and everybody'd mm-hmm. be like, Oh my god, those people That's how yes. wrestling fans were treated back in the day. Yes. That's how we would be treated and spoken to. We would be you know, and we would be made fun of. The yeah. the nerds that played D and D were the nerds that were wrestling fans were the are the whatever you know what I mean like <coughs> that's what it was.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean in the hierarchy of 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 like uh, social structure, I guess. Yeah. If you were an open pro wrestling fan, you're about as low as you could get. Now, if there were packs of you. It was okay to talk about in the open.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But if you were that lonely guy that brought your pro wrestling and illustrated to school, and somebody caught hold of it, oh, yeah, you were probably a little bit below Dungeons & Dragons. Yep. That's the way it was. Although, unfortunately, I had Kevin Gales to talk to, former NWA Tag Team Champion.
2: Hey, there you go. <laughs> i can remember i can remember when i got to culpepper um of course i get there in 93 (laughs) i met rob and i found out he was a wrestling fan by accident we were in uh, a couple of the same classes together and i just happened to see i think he had a sticker or something on one of his folders and I was like, "Oh wow, that's I think it was Hulk Hogan." It's like, "Oh cool, he's got a Hulk Hogan sticker." Instantly I'm like, "Aha, he's a wrestling fan." But it's still just and we Rob and I joke about it, but when I first met him, we didn't like each other. <laughs> Cuz I first night walking through Culver County High School with my mom, we're doing the tour that they do for, uh, you know, incoming sophomores, <laughs> and I made fun of the band. <laughs> And <laughs> Rob was literally two feet in front of me while I'm joking with my mom about the band geeks.
0: <clears throat>
2: that made for an interesting first few months of my sophomore
0: Wow, <laughs> that's great. That's
2: fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, I learned he was a wrestling fan. I was like, oh crap, he's got to be my
0: new best friend. Yeah, that's how it, that's how it yeah. fucking worked. Yep. Yeah. That again, that's that's why it ups, It doesn't upset me, but I make fun of stupid comments by idiotic wrestling fans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's why I call them names like you know, ass and mouth breathers, and yeah. dipshit, and window levers, you know, bobbleheads. Because you're fucking stupid. <laughs> you really are.
2: It's interesting because when wrestling hit pop culture again, because we know it did it in the 80s, dies mm-hmm. down, and when in 95, 96, when it comes into pop culture again, and then in mm-hmm. 98, when it's all everyone could talk about,
1: mm-hmm.
2: all of us wrestling fans that grew up with it were like, uh, y'all are late. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
2: Welcome to the party. Pull up a seat. Let me give you 50,000 different matches to watch. <laughs> hmm and it's a shame because, like, back then it was – yeah, of course you had, you know, the times that we have now where you're like, God, I can't believe so-and-so lost. can't believe this happened. can't believe that happened. But you lived for the moment of the what-if, the surprise. And, and when it didn't happen or did happen, your reaction wasn't to say, I can't believe – they booked this, it was, what are they going to do next? Like, that was really the story. How does this keep going? What happens now? It was literally the, I don't know, uh, for the for the soap opera contingent, for the TV contingent, it was what happens next week on Dallas or whatever the show you want to pick. You know, dating myself here by calling Dallas, but that's the point. Like, it, So many fans now are just like, well, there's no way this can happen because it's already been done. Well, dude, if you go back through wrestling history, it's been done four times before it even hit television. Like,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: you forget that it wasn't about the fact that it was necessarily original. It was about how it was done and how it was delivered. It was about Mm -hmm. the quality of people that were actually in the ring doing it, not the people that were – writing it backstage there's a lot of times where i truly wish that we had never been shown what, the, the the secrets of pro wrestling
0: <laughs> Bless you. yeah but again as a kid we knew it was the f word yeah right so you knew the secrets of pro wrestling mm-hmm. but if you're a wrestling fan you don't care Nobody cares. Yeah, that's why we watch it. It's a it's a it's a soap opera Mm -hmm. with physicality, right? Because the shit hurts, right? But it, it has the ability to make you feel. Yeah, much like watching a football game or a baseball game or you know, boxing, I guess, in some regard, MMA, you know, watching a, you know, old yeller, mm-hmm. right? We all know the dog's not really dead. <laughs> I mean, I would hope we know the dog's not really, well, he's dead now, but, you know, he, he's not Spoiler dead in alert. The movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's not dead in the movie, right? But old yeller still catches you, makes yeah. you cry. Well, what's different between that and other movies? Because it makes you feel. That's what pro wrestling does. Pro wrestling makes you feel. Because you get caught up in a storyline. You get caught up in a character. You get caught yeah. up in this and that. It makes you feel. And that was, you know, we spent a
2: good couple of weeks talking about WrestleMania 39 and what happened with Cody and my reaction to it. And, while well, we laughed about it. But literally, that was because I was sucked in to a point where it was like I, I generated... An emotion, a strong emotion. But that's what it's supposed to do. So, in looking back on it, you know, in the next few years, I'll probably look back on it and go, "Damn, that was pretty good." They got me, and that's okay. That's they're supposed to get you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Sometimes you're not going to like it, and that's cool too. But they're supposed to get you. That's what it's supposed to do.
0: Now, yeah, so, all right, so here's, here, again, I just took a chance. Let me go look at a wrestling article on Facebook, and i bet y'all I'll find, I'll find a mouth breather. <laughs>
2: there's there's no doubt you'll find at least five.
0: Oh, yeah, and this is a new article about Brock Lesnar called Cody Rhodes in the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament, demanding whatever. We're not even going to open that, right? So as I scroll down, here we are. Somebody's like, got to pay his dues. Please explain to me, bobblehead, what dues Cody has to pay. Can you think of any, Stan? What dues Cody has to pay? In what world has
2: Cody not paid his dues? What, because he didn't uh, go one-on-one with The Undertaker? No, he did go, actually, one-on-one with The Undertaker. He's done that. (laughs) Is it because he didn't wrestle Ric Flair? He actually did. I don't know. I mean, I don't get what what possible mountain does he have to climb before finally people go, yep, he earned it. Or here here's a better one, because as wrestling fans, we all know it's predetermined it's a fucking work, guys <laughs> it's, it's, there's nothing to earn <laughs> he's He's in a worked environment. What that means is whoever's writing the show in the back decides who wins and loses. Did we forget that? <laughs> Like, like who you like, hate who you hate, that's fine. But he's got to earn it? What? (laughs) What dues? He's got to put the ring together in WWE for you to feel like he's earned it?
0: (laughs) I mean, you just got to love him. Like, it's that easy, ladies and gentlemen, to find somebody. Like, they should just put the phone down. And not be allowed to talk about wrestling.
2: Or the best argument is when they go, he's not ready. Um, he's ready when they say he's ready and he's winning. Sorry. That's how that works. <laughs> Maybe wrestling's too complicated for some fans. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just too complicated. Maybe we got to dumb it down. I hear Seventeen no, Streets on in the afternoons.
0: I, again, I don't think you have to dumb it down. I don't think you have to. People just have to understand what you're watching. Right. Like I can't help it that you grew up in an era that there was only one major promotion. Right. I'm going to say there wasn't wrestling on TV because there was a lot of crap shit on TV. Trust yes. me. I watched. I was recording a lot of stuff at three o'clock in the morning just because I thought it was so crappy, it was funny. <laughs> but I can't help it that they grew up in this environment, thinking that the WWE is the is the end all promotion. Right. It's not. Learn your history. Understand, it's not the only thing. Take a minute and maybe flip on the TV dial. Yeah. Because think about it. If Wembley keeps going the way it is, right, and we start and the number starts to go up, and now we're adding a Saturday show, and that number holds out pretty well, You may find that you don't have a choice but to watch another show, because if you're not watching the B, uh, B, uh, Blackpool Combat Club mm-hmm. and the Elite right now, well, you're kind of missing out.
2: Oh, you're definitely missing out. Did you see? Did you see? By the way, where uh, Matt Jackson and DeKestner are talking on BTE? They're talking about the storyline, and he's like, yeah, it was all right, but the bloodline was better.
0: No, I didn't see
2: that. (laughs) It was pretty funny. I am curious what this secret is that that Matt Jackson's going to have to reveal, because they keep joking about it every week. Last week, it was, I guess, cheese puffs. This week, it was cheesecake. And it's something to do with Adam Page, and it's it's there. You know, BTE always does this end around with the storyline.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, what's the secret that Matt Jackson's got to tell Kenny?
0: I, I I I missed probably the last two weeks. So. Maybe
2: the secrets that him and Hangman Page are friends again.
0: Oh yeah, no, yeah, but they were friends. Remember uh, the the whole. You know, we put the band back together, text group, or, right? You know, whatever right. it was called. And then Kenny leaves. And then the the room. Kenny's like, <laughs> I'm out. <clears throat> yeah. So now I I am kind of interested though, what 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 will play out? I think I think you're probably going to have Adam show back up. Mm-hmm. It's about time for Adam to show back up. But I'm not sure who's going to turn bad.
2: Bella do that dog pacing all over the house. Go lay down. Getting <clears> on <throat> my nerves. Go.
0: Because you don't want the good guy group to have more people than the bad guy group. So I'm curious who's going to turn.
2: So <sighs> Don Callis does this promo last week on Dynamite with Kenny Omega, talking about he's the one diamond. In the ring again, like pro wrestling. I still feel like Don Callis is the guy that's behind it, and Takeshita is going with him to BCC.
0: Makes sense. But I don't know the way Kenny's been, yeah, acting. It's just kind of weird. So I don't know, maybe maybe it's him. Maybe he doesn't necessarily join, but he does break from the group. Or maybe we do have another faction that uh, in AEW that might need some, you know, some peeps in it.
2: Yep. Well, this week is the cage match. It's Kenny and Mox in the cage. Double or nothing is two weeks away. We got the Fatal 4-Way for the AEW world title. MJF, Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, and Darby Allin. That's our main event. We know that somehow there's going to be BCC against the Elite. We don't know what exactly is going to happen with that. But that's probably where we're headed. Jamie Hayter will probably be defending, if I had to guess, probably defending against Soraya.
0: At the but, uh, pay-per-view?
1: Yeah.
2: Although I feel like we've seen that. Did I miss that? Did we see that already? Mm, I don't know. And there's still, there's still a lot of rumblings about about punk. <laughs> Nothing confirmed yet. Uh-oh. That's never a good sign when I hear the bloop,
0: bloop. Oh. Hello? I'm here. Hello?
2: Can you hear me now,
0: sir? You stupid jackass.
2: Oh, damn. Skype is uh, screwing us up here. Well, for those of you that are still listening, give me a second. I'm going to (laughs) grab Brian. Here he is. He's coming right back. Can you hear me now, sir?
0: Hey, Hey! just so you know, you can't Uh call me while I'm still on the line.
2: I didn't know I did. Did it automatically try to dial you?
0: No, (laughs) so it went quiet. And I was like, hey. And then all of a sudden, you tried to dial me, and I heard you say something. So I was like, oh, he done screwed up.
2: (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's see here. Got to love when Skype screws around with people. We got to find a different way to get everybody on the air. <laughs> I hate
0: Skype. I kind of like Skype. It's easy.
2: When it works, it is very easy. Yeah. Uh UW Dynamite, 510. Pulling up the card real quick. Here we go. We got Mox in, uh, in Omega in the cage. We got Anna Jay versus Julia Hart. We got Orange Cassidy defending the title, the international title against Daniel Garcia. That'll be a great one. Ray Phoenix challenging Claudio Castagnoli in a double Jeopardy match. My assumption from this is if Ray wins, he gets the world title. If Claudio wins,
0: he gets the tag titles. Isn't that how a double Jeopardy match works? Mm Hmm. When was the last time we had a double Jeopardy match?
2: I I thought it was a Ring of Honor kind of thing. Mm,
0: I don't remember. Look it up on your stupid little search engine. (laughs) What's a double Jeopardy match? -match CageMatch.com CageMatch.net, here we go.
2: It'd be funny if it was down. Cagematch.net is now no <laughs> longer in service. Oh, let's see here. Searching cagematch.net. Jeopardy. Search for double jeopardy. Nothing. That's a whole lot of no help. <laughs> You know, this is where the show comes to a halt because I have to freaking...
0: You need to be better prepared in the future. Yep. For things I might ask you for.
2: Right, I need to assume (laughs) you're going to ask me (laughs) the history. (laughs) Okay, whoever wins their one-on-one bout will earn a title shot against the other at some time in the future. There we go. So was close. That was
1: close.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: So, is that
0: and the audio
2: in or is that just somebody from the BCC?
0: Uh, let's see. That's R O H, so that's probably Claudio in Utah.
2: That could be a great match against uh,
0: the Lucha Brothers. Mhm. Mm-hmm. That could be really good. And then you got the House of Black. Versus Bandido and Best of Friends.
2: That's going to be good. That's going to be really good. Apparently, Wardlow's next opponent is Christian.
0: Yeah, the, isn't that the pay-per-view?
2: That's a double or nothing.
0: Yeah, the pay-per-view. Yep. That's what I said.
2: The double or nothing pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I said it, the pay-per-view, and you said double, double or nothing. nothing. I said is that the next paper? And you Come said on. yes. Don't blame the dog on this.
2: Get away from next. <laughs> it's all the dog's fault.
0: The <laughs> dog confused me.
2: Come on. Get out of there. <sighs> so this uh, this week's honestly, this week's dynamite should be pretty damn good. Um who who wins the cage match? Let's go with that.
0: Oh, Mox, for sure.
2: Do we find out who is really on which side this week, or do they push it for another week?
0: No, I don't think you're going to find out until uh, Paige comes back. Because right now it's 4v4.
2: Get away from those steps. Damn, dog. I'm a kicker down the
0: steps. Uh, No, no, you're not.
2: Fans, I'm not going to kick my dog.
0: These get away from there. So, but right now it's four v four. So you're not going to find out until the 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 it turns to five v four.
2: Now you've predicted a couple of different things. You said that maybe it's Kenny goes as the cleaner from this whole thing. Now, do you think it would be in that situation where he would go to Bullet Club Gold?
0: I would hope so. Right, Because there's a lot of interesting things you can do with that. Mm-hmm. And plus with, uh, I think there's something about Thomas' contract. Um, so, I mean, if you really want to, like, um, like, put them over mm-hmm. or start to put them over, because they really didn't grab with so much traction until Kenny got involved. Yeah, you put them in Bullet Club, and then they can feud with, uh, you know, Adam Page and the Elite. They can feud with House of Black. They so uh. feud with, you know, BCC, but they could feud with what you have planned for Forbidden Door Two. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot. There's a lot you could do with that. And uh, for those of you out there that think that that group they have in the WWE is Bullet Club,
1: they're not Bullet Club.
2: You're
0: about the, the club. D. Yeah. They're not Bullet Club. I
2: don't know. Jay J White said he considers him Bullet Club.
0: Yeah, that's Jay White. Because what's his name doesn't consider him. Jay White's not running Bullet Club right now.
2: <laughs> so Finley gets the final say now.
0: Yeah, Finley. Uh, gets That's why I think we're gonna have this huge Bullet Club matchup at Forbidden Door. We're gonna fight for the name. That would be We're gonna fight for the main. Board. So.
2: BC Gold versus BC versus
0: <laughs> the, the Elite. Maybe we'll get lucky and they'll reach an agree. We get the OC in there too. Let's just fight. Oh my it
2: out. God, that'd be nuts. That would be very
0: cool.
2: That would be extremely cool. At one point, I would have said, maybe Triple H will do that. But at this point, I'm like, nah, he won't do that.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I'll, I'll, as long as Vince is in the room, I said no. If Vince is not in the room, I think Triple H would go for it. Because, again, there has been a lot of, you know, people showing up on other people's TVs. Yeah, you know.
2: I mean, I'll never say it's completely impossible, but I will say the past few, probably the past few weeks, have really shown me that there's a divisive line in my heart now between WWE and, and AEW. Like, I really do get irritated when people go after him and go like, ah, you know. AEW is blah, blah, blah. They're never going to make it. Well, no, they're making it. <laughs> They've yeah. already made Like, they're doing it. You yeah. Know. Nobody said this with WCW, like, when Bischoff was doing his thing.
0: Well, no yeah, said but. They can't. No, they were doing it. No, <laughs> it what like- you have to remember, Stan, is against WCW, the WWF was the young company. Yeah. Because the WCW has ties to the NWA and the Crockett's even carried the NWA logo for some time, right? Then it transferred into WCW and at the time, even under the Crockett's, they carried the WCW name. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can actually go back and look. World Championship Wrestling. The Crockett's used that moniker. They also used the NWA, but there was lineage. So it goes all the way back to the beginning of the NWA. <clears throat> Whereas the WWE was part of the NWA, decided to break apart, formed the WWWE or WWWF, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But they'd only been around since the 50s, I think. Is when the split happened, or 60s, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. During the black and white TVs. But again, when we started watching, there was 40 years of fucking history to it. We never would have said that about them. I mean, we were willing to watch them, their demise, mm-hmm. sure. But we were never, you know, like, oh, the WWE well, they're just an upstart company. They're never going to make it. Right. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Cause there was 50 years of history to them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like now the W Oh, we would never say the WWE can't make it. Well, shit, they have made it for 70 years. Right. Or, you know, whatever it is, but everybody loves that way. It's is a brand new upstart company. Oh, they'll never make it a year. They'll never make it two. They'll never make it three. After about 10 years, they'll stop talking that. But they're going to have to get to a point. It's just just sad.
2: I mean, you proved in a real short amount of time, like not not even a year, that you could literally do not just what the other company was doing, but you could probably do it better. And, oh, by the way, you could pull their, their stars. And, oh, by the way, you can still make room for all of them on your television. That's not an easy feat, by the way. Now, granted, Dark and Elevation is done, at least for now. But we know that Collision is coming. And we know that we've got Collision, Rampage, Dynamite. That's your three probably weekly shows for one company. Warner Discovery is... Not just happy with AEW, but they're they're getting ready to restructure their deal with them. And there's a strong rumor going on that when Max debuts, or HBO Max is getting ready to rebrand as Max, when that debuts, AEW is going to have a role in their streaming. I mean, it, it's I get it, you know the, the the lineage that WWE has, the lineage NWA had, but let's look at NWA now. Oh wait, we really can't because they're either on YouTube or they're you got Billy Corrigan doing his kooky stuff.
0: Yeah, but uh, I mean, again, we can call it kooky, whatever. That's a hundred plus years of history. Yep. They're still here.
2: Mm-hmm. Look at Impact. Right. No one said Impact. Everybody said Impact wouldn't last five years. Wouldn't last ten years. What's this like twenty years now?
0: Oh Lord, long time. It was a long time. But here's the interesting thing, right? The WWE has so much money at their disposal. Mm -hmm. But that money translates into advertising. Money translates into commercials. You know, whatever. Right? Merchandise. The whole nine yards. Well, guess what, people? It's already rumored The WB or WBD, whatever, Warner, Mm -hmm. or just, what do we call Warner Discovery, I guess it is.
2: I think that's what they're called uh, right now anyway.
0: Yeah. Has apparently already given them millions of dollars to spend on collision.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I don't know, do the math, but at 30 some odd thousand people, it was a five million dollar payday at Wembley. Mm-hmm. So at sixty, it's probably a ten million dollar payday. To hit ninety, it's a fifteen million dollar payday.
2: Sixties gate puts him at seven point <laughs> seven million. You know, for all the for all your your naysayers out there, for all the ones that said they're not gonna make any money, seven point seven million is an awful lot of damn money.
0: Yeah, to dump into the coffers. Yeah. To start spending on advertising. To get a hold of Jack Specific and be like, Hey, you need to start rolling these figures out. Oh, we want you to do this. Let's dump money into the video game. Let's dump money into here. Let's dump money into here. Oh, let's find a, Let's find some way to put their product out in front of a wider audience, mm-hmm. and then we'll see. You might be shocked in a year or two when they're at same numbers as the WWE, or maybe we'll get lucky and we'll get another golden age, and both companies are, mm-hmm. you know, doing their thing in front of five million people.
2: And ideally, that's what you want. <laughs> If you really want wrestling to be on TV, you want both, all companies to be successful. Because you want to see an actual resurgence in something that makes all talent available.
0: Here we are.
2: (laughs) Here we are in the split world of wrestling fandom.
0: (laughs) All right. uh, Anyway, wrap this up. Yeah. I got to go to bed. Uh,
2: Dynamite this week, Wednesday, got Mox and Omega in the cage. We got SmackDown's two triple threat matches. Winner, Winners of them face off in the main event for a shot at Night of Champions to become the new Raw <laughs> <laughs> World Heavyweight Champion. That's what's coming up this week. Uh, next week, we'll talk all about it. We'll talk about the cage match and see what's what at all this. You can catch up with your boys on Twitter. Rob's at Rob Hefter C2C. Brian's at Vlad Dragool, C2C. That's vladdragoolc D D R E G O O L, C2C. I'm at Stan Grubb, and the show is at C2C Radio Show and C2CRadioShow.com. Thanks again for listening. We will and see you. And tip
0: your time. waiters and waitresses.
2: <laughs> and thanks for all the fish.
0: <laughs> you little heathens.
2: Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you next time.